you know there's a difference between upsells and cross-sells? An upsell is when customers add something to the cart and you offer them an upgrade or a better version. So let's say it's coffee. They add a one-pound bag, and then you upsell them the two-pound bag. When they accept, the two-pound bag is added and the one-pound bag is removed from their cart. A cross-sell is when your customer adds something to the cart and you offer them a product to go along with it. So let's say it's that coffee again. Your offer might be coffee filters, and when they accept it, the filters get added along with the coffee. And of course, you could do them all together. So let's say your customer adds coffee to the cart, you offer them the two-pound bag, bam, they accept it, and then when they click checkout, you offer them the extra filters. And then finally, after the checkout, you could have a special offer that expires in five minutes with a big countdown timer in their face to get one more bag for 50% off. So how would you implement that money-making magic? Well, with Bold's product upsell app, the first ever upsell app on Shopify. It's been a game changer for stores. And recently, Bold made some major improvements to it that are taking it to the next level. This might just be the one app every store should have, assuming you have more than one product, of course. With the new upsell version 3.0, you can offer upsells and cross-sells before and after checkout with one click. And even better, if you have the free BoldBrain app, all these upsells can be automated. So if you're not offering some form of upsells on your store, you're leaving big heaping piles of money on the table. You can get started with Bold Apps product upsell today with a 60-day free trial by going to ethercycle.com bold. That's ethercycle.com bold. What's the number one customer support request you get? I bet it's, hey, where's my order? My friends at Ventov, makers of SEO Meta Manager, have a solution for this. It's called Order Lookup. And it lets customers look up their orders, right, good name, with either their email or order number, reducing the order inquiries you get in your inbox. We use it on our own high-volume Shopify Plus client stores like Hoonigan and Yvonne Stells to provide real-time order info to customers with a fully customizable order lookup page so you can keep that thing on brand. And hey, if you're a dropshipper, it even works with ePacket. You can get a seven-day free trial when you search order lookup in the App Store. So, uh, so you, you you went to the Red Sox game in uh, Boston? Oh yeah, no, I love oh, okay. I, I I love sport. Okay, yeah, you, you checked out a lot of like you know cool historical places. I'm sure. Sadly, so I, <laughs> I just got back from Boston, but it was in and out. Wednesday morning, I got up at 4 a.m., discovered my Uber driver was still asleep, ordered another one, got to the airport, showed up in Boston for Clavio Boston, which confusingly the the conference name is Clavio colon BOS. So I kept it for, I'm like, is it Clavio Boss? Is it Clavio BOS? And someone's like, I think it's just Clavio Boston. And so Clavio's headquartered in Boston and they do, this is their, their second big conference. And it was really impressive and really cool, especially for a second conference. Um, and having been to several conferences, you know, for a company of uh, only 300 employees, I say only 300 were less than 10 people. It really, uh, really quite a, an impressive, thorough, great experience. But anyway, I showed up there 9 a.m. on Wednesday, hung out for two days, flew back last night, and I really enjoyed it. I got a ton of value out of this thing. I slept a lot, hung out in my apartment, came to the office, did a little bit of work, pretty much didn't do anything. That also sounds like a a valuable experience. (laughs) Sometimes you just got to chill. You can't be going hard all the time. 
that you know and that is my problem you know me <laughs> i'm just like mr worldwide 110 percent we at call all you times. yeah i call you uh type a personality yeah oh yeah yeah that's your nickname oh yeah mm-hmm. uh so i saw some stuff come out about uh text messaging and that's you know that's going to be a couple billion dollars worth of revenue like right off the bat isn't it yeah well all right so the the feature announcements it's not like Shopify Unite where it's like we just get buried in feature announcements and it'll take me an hour to explain half of them to you. Very focused at Clavio. So the things they covered were optimized send time, which we, we knew about, but they, they showed us the stats on it. Smart, it, smart sending, optimi- where it self-optimizes the send time, uh, creates an average of a 10% increase in open rate. So that's like an easy win for your flows. You turn, turn smart send on. And they they improve the flow editor, and we've got uh, better analytics in that you could generate uh, really complex reports and export them, so you could drop them into like whatever spreadsheet, whatever tool. Yeah, yeah, that stuff's all great. I'm glad it's there. It's cool. It'll make people money. The reporting will make my life easier. But the giant thing that for sure overshadowed everything was they added SMS as a channel, meaning I can send in like in the flow builder. Before, when you would send someone an email, you would build flows where you'd send people email. You can now build flows and tags where you're sending them text messages. You're straight up sending them text messages. And it's the easiest thing in the universe to set up. They literally did it as a live demo, which must have been nerve-wracking for this poor guy. You know, I can't imagine having hundreds of people in a room being like, we're going to show you this cool feature. Let me pull out my personal laptop and set this up for you. But anyway, they did it as a live demo where he goes, all right, here's how you set it up. It's a preferences pane and a single checkbox. Enable SMS. Done. That's it. And once it's on, then you go into just the regular flows you already have. So they did a demo flow where they told people, all right, go to clavio.com slash SMS, register now. Because as soon as it's enabled, like the form works and you can sign up. So register now. And then you set up a flow. And then sure enough, you could hear people's phones going off in the room. It literally start to finish, including him explaining it, three minutes. So was anything required on the people in the room? Or he had a list built? They, you, you had to go opt in. So it was you like, had, hey, go opt in. Hey, go opt in on the website. And, and it just adds their phone number to uh, the customer profile in Clavio. And then he was just like, watch this. And he literally sent everyone in the room a text message giving them a coupon for next year's Clavio meetup. Yeah. And you just heard like 100 phones bonging all at the same time. Uh, not 100, but yes, several. <laughs> it was cool to see. Uh, but it literally was like the regular flow editor. He goes into it, sets up a split flow where it's like you could do stuff like if they don't open the email, then you text them. Because the, like the catch with SMS is you got to pay for every SMS, every text you send. And this is just true of all services. Like that's just how SMS works. There is a per unit cost. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, the miraculous part was just how quickly they set it up and how easy it was. And it was just like it. it it's just a native checkbox feature in there. It's super cool. So we've, we've been beating the drum on like, hey, SMS is going to change. Uh, is this just wildly untapped opportunity? I think everyone is texting. Open rates on SMS are you know, like 99%, unlike email, where you just scan the sender su- subject line, select all, delete. SMS, you check it, and then you delete it. But yeah, it, it is this tremendous opportunity. And get this, it's going to be available October it will be available in flows. So this Black Friday, you should be banging out some texts. Yes. Is what you're saying. And you could set it up for like browse abandonment, um, cart abandonment. So they're launching it with uh, as part of flows. So email as a automation feature. And then they'll do it later in campaigns. 
So if I'm a Shopify store owner and I want to opt, I want to text my users. Is that a separate checkbox they need needed to have agreed to? Like, how do I get, I got a mailing list already with thousands of people on it. Now Clavio is giving me the ability to text them. How do I text them and have it be okay? Like legally, morally, technically, all that. There is a lot of um, legislation, rules, and guidance you need to follow with text message, and certainly there's there's liability there. And we have an upcoming SMS, uh, a bonus episode coming out uh, with Mike from SMS Bump, where he breaks down like, okay, here's all of the liability, and here's how you avoid it. Uh, so we do we'll we'll take a deep dive into the details on it to keep you safe. It's it's in October. I forgot when we're doing it though. You can't just text people out of the blue because they're on their mailing list. If they have their email and yeah, but they got to re-opt in, don't they? So you have to send out a mass email that's like, hey, opt in for text messaging now. If I got a mailing list with 10,000 people, I can't text them. All right. So the, the guidance they give on the landing page for this, which is clavio.com slash SMS, it says uh, easily manage opt-ins and compliance, which is the big fear around yeah. SMS. You'll rest easy when you use Clavio's form builder to collect form numbers and SMS opt-ins. We provide quick access to consent details for every customer so you know when and how they subscribed. Compliance made simple. And the the demo screenshot they show is a form that's like, you do it as a welcome form, you, they land on the site, and it goes, hey you, let's be friends, sign up for SMS updates to stay in touch, and then you have you get them to re-opt in. Yeah. But you can't go backwards and be like, well, I have all these phone numbers from shipping addresses. I'm going to text everybody. Yeah, no, don't That's, do that. that, that danger you're zone. a real do bad that. boy. Don't do that. But yeah, maybe you could like email your mailing list and be like, hey, you want a 20% off coupon for yeah. anything on our store? Sign up for text messages. Yeah. Hey, you want a one-time use 20% off coupon for anything in the store? Sign up for SMS. Boom, you're going to build that and SMS And we'll SMS list. you that And coupon. use the flow builder yeah. to send them the coupon immediately. Yeah. That's very cool. Uh, or you could do it as like, hey... You could wait till our Black Friday sale, or if you want to be on the early bird list, that's only available via SMS. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I like that one. That's good. Brainstorming ways to get people to yeah. give up their phone numbers. Well, and then that just goes to more about how the mobile version of your site really needs to be locked in. Because email, people could be looking at email anywhere. SMS, they're looking that on their phone. Yes. So if you want them to buy straight off the text messages you're sending them, your mobile site needs to be great. Yeah, they're going to get that link in a text message. They're going to open it on their phone, and now we're looking at it on that mobile device. So A, it better load correctly, Yep. right? So we need to make sure we've got a, a reasonable load time. And then B, all right, it needs to be easy to use and quick. So you combine it with something like, you know, you have a, a fairly uh, a robust site, a uh, quick site, and then you have dynamic checkout buttons. Oh, man. So I get a text message. I click the link, I click buy now, like with Apple Pay. With Apple Pay. So like this you, is like from, literally from 15 fire, seconds. From fire, yeah, from firing the text out to actual purchase happening is under 30 seconds. Could happen. 100%. Ooh. Yeah. Free money. <laughs> the, yes, I, this thing potentially prints money. And they gave revenue stats. They said last year, Clavio users generated $2 billion through the platform through all of 2018. This year... We're, it's the end of September, they're already at $3 billion. I mean, this thing's growing fast. And the big time's not even coming yet. No. Like it could, it yeah, could Q4 conceivably be $4 billion by before the year's over. Yeah, absolutely. Which means, like thrown out valuations that I'm making up, Clavio 
is easily a billion dollar company. That's kind of cool. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Obviously, the text messaging is the 900 pound gorilla in the room. Did anything else interesting happen? All right. So the the big difference with this conference, the thing I really liked is the attendees were like 50-50. It felt like to me anyway, 50-50 marketers like ourselves and actual real deal merchants with a heavy lean toward for everybody toward the Shopify community. And there were other, well, I, I talked to some Magento people. I'm sure there were some big commerce people there. But Shopify was like the platform. Um, and more interesting, what made it super valuable for like takeaways was the talks. A majority of the talks were given by actual real life merchants who were just pulling back the curtain and going, okay, here's what's working for us right now. Like Ministry of Supply spoke. And they said, well, hey, these are the flows we're running. Here's how we're approaching this. And oh, by the way, plain text emails have way higher open rate and engagement than anything else. Or um, Ministry of Supply said this, and Chubbies, they gave a talk, said this. They said, you don't have to just stick to a single sender. You know, it's always like company name and company email. Uh, they would switch up the sender name depending on what it was. So it might be like, you know, Kyle at Chubbies, like whatever. In the case of Chubby's, they would make it like part of the punchline. Um, but Ministry of Supply said anything customer service related comes from Kyle, air quotes, right? So that people started to, and those would always be plain text. So it made it feel very real and those would have very high engagement. But it was just like tons of these real life takeaways because it's real life merchants and saying, this is how we're using this product. Let us show you what's working for us right now. Um, so I... I didn't get to attend as many talks as I would have liked because I was too busy in the hallway having, on the hallway track, as they say, having interesting conversations with folks. And I recorded those as a series of five-minute lightning interviews. For the rest of this episode, let's drop value bombs via the attendees. And so let's hear some of those lightning interviews now. (laughs) Thank you. There you go. Uh, my name's Eric Helstrom. I am a digital marketing strategist for Chubbies. And what brings you to Clavio, Boston? Uh, I'm here to learn from everybody and also speak. <laughs> I will be speaking in front of other people. What are you speaking on? Uh, we are speaking about a campaign we run each week called Best of Non-Openers, where we target people who are active but haven't opened in the last week. And it, it's still early yet uh, in the conference. Have you gotten anything out of it yet? Uh, yeah, I've gotten a lot. There's only been one session, but um, I went to the flows session where I learned about like things that we know we should be doing and we've talked about doing already, but um, like have kind of put on the back burner and being here. Like even the first session was a motivator to like build a new flow campaign this week, which is awesome. And what's the what do you think is like the most underrated flow? Yeah, what, what's the most underrated flow? The thing that like every merchant is sleeping on with claims. Yeah, it well, shouldn't be. It sounds like the next expected order date. So they have a thing where it's like, we think based on data, this person's next purchase will be this day. And they have a flow set up that you can literally plug in. And like, all you have to do is make the content. Like they already do all of the logic, which is great, which we haven't used yet, which we should be using, which we hopefully will be. <laughs> now that I'm on the record, I've got to. What's the, 
if you had to pick one flow, this is like the one flow, all others go away. Yeah. You can only keep one. This is the favorite. <laughs> uh, there, it's near and dear to me. We have a browse abandon flow, and I wrote it in 2017, and we still use it. So it is... Is it general or product specific? General. It's super general. It's very branded. Um, it involves three graphics that I made myself on Canva um, that are back to back to back. And how often are you using Canva? Um, no, much less now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I still, I love Canva. Yeah. As a Photoshop Canva's copy, great. Yeah. I feel guilty. I know. I feel guilty too. I've used it for events or like little tiny flyers sometimes. If I just um, need something quick, I love Canva. I love Canva too. Why should I feel guilty about that? I know. And it looks, it's solid. Isn't it free? Let's it's just so accept free. our Canva love. Now. We should accept Canva. Don't listen to this, any, our graphic designer or <laughs> anybody. It's a uh, secret. All right. If I'm, if I'm, Right now, a lot of merchants are thinking about Black Friday. Yeah. How many emails should they be sending? On Black Friday. For Yeah, on Black Friday. Well, if there are competitors, I'm going to say one every hour. If you send 24 emails the day of Black Friday, it's great for your business. For people who are not our competitors, I would say you probably want at least one. Um, potentially early in the morning or after people have finished shopping for the day and stomping each other in malls. Quality advice. Uh, are you thinking about SMS marketing? Yes. Do you do SMS marketing? Not yet. But it's it, it's, it's in the works. Yeah, it's currently in a big pot that we're stewing, and we're having conversations with Clavio about. Okay. Um, we will be. And I think at this point the assumption is SMS marketing is coming to Clavio. Yes. All right. And hopefully we'll be sending you lots of text messages, late night texts, uh, early morning texts. I get a lot of people pushing back on texts, yeah. versions pushing back on it. What do you think the big fear with, with SMS is? Um, I think people are scared that people will feel freaked out by it. Um, I kind of don't think that that's the case anymore. Like As far as text goes, I've gotten texts from multiple things I've signed up for over the years. Like People are a little ahead of the curve, and it doesn't freak me out that they text me. It's the same way as an email if I'm not interested I don't respond or I delete it. If I am interested, I lean right in and use it and engage with it the same way. And it's something that I look at more than email, so there's just like infinite possibilities. Yeah. Thank you. Where if all right, if I'm gonna go buy one Chubby's item right now, what's the Ooh. thing you're most excited about? What's the new product? Yeah, the trucker jacket. We were just talking about it before this, but we have a trucker jacket and they are most likely sold out if you're listening to this now. So I would run virtually to the website, chubbies.com, uh, type in trucker jacket, and then go crazy. All right, I got to go order a trucker jacket. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. My name is Steve Deckert. I head up the partnerships team at Smile. And at, as a, a partner at the Clavio Conference, you have a, a slightly different perspective. Uh, you work with a lot of merchants. What's the what are the common themes you're seeing in the the Clavio in the talks uh, and among discussions with the attendees? So I'm seeing a lot of people talking about um, in this case owned marketing and owned channels. Uh, I'm hearing a lot of people talking about you know direct to consumer D to C and how this is uh, this this different way of of engaging with customers and a different set of priorities um, and you know some things that we're talking about and thinking about at Smile are how we can shift uh, these transactional relationships that we have with customers uh, into more emotional connections with customers. And I think all of these things are actually kind of talking about the same thing. Uh, and that's that if we treat customers as people, <laughs> and if we're a good person to them, and if we stop thinking about how can I, let's say, get a sale out of this email, 
how can I get a sale out of this post on social? Uh, instead of that being your priority, instead of having a transactional priority, we have more of an emotional connection uh, as, as a priority. So how can I write this email that will improve this person's day in a way where they don't necessarily need to buy, they still love opening this email and consuming it. And, and I think that all of us are talking about this in different ways. Uh, I think it's good that we're talking about this and I think it's gonna improve customers' experience everywhere. So what's the, if I'm a merchant, what's the one key takeaway? How should I be internalizing this, uh, this theme and applying it to my business? So I, I think it's a cultural shift that you need to make. If you are already optimizing all channels for transactional metrics, try and at least throw one emotional connection, some sort of metric that measures how your customers actually care about you. So let's say if it's, if it's email, are they reading the email? What is, what, how much are they actually opening this email and reading it? Uh, I'd, I'd like to see more of those metrics added in and layered in, and hopefully, ideally, taking over from transactional metrics like, did they buy? So shifting gears to technology features, you know, the shiny toys for uh, a loyalty program, the smile is, how do you see, uh, do you see any new features, new things coming down the pipeline from Clavio that are going to impact your business or change how you look at things? Absolutely. There are two things that were announced that I'm super excited for. Uh, one is SMS and everyone's talking about it. And uh, to me, this is great because it now gives uh, people another channel to connect with their customers. Uh, it also, if we listen to customers, it allows them to tell us how they prefer to, communi to communicate with us. And I think that's really important that we start asking customers that. Some people will prefer SMS, but some people will prefer email. Let's make sure that we're giving them the choice because they're the ones that matter at the end of the day. I'm excited to see rewards SMS is being sent out. I'm excited for people to be sending their top tier VIP customers uh, an SMS about a new item coming out before everyone else hears about it. I'm excited to see uh, reporting uh, with the new reporting tools that Clavio is launching uh, this week. Tell me about these reporting tools. <laughs> uh, uh, so there will be some inc uh, improved reporting coming out, I think, announced at this conference. <laughs> so who are you? What do you do? Uh, okay, so my name's Damon. Uh, I work with uh, Mission Focus Media, so I'm a growth hacker or growth specialist, and I consult with other companies. And uh, what's been the big theme or takeaway for you here? Uh, for me, I think it's just... Um, Backing up the fact that email's not dead, like uh, we were speaking before, everyone is saying, you know, email's dead, you need to try the latest thing, TikTok, Instagram, whatever, um, and they're leaving all these uh, uh, profiles or leaving all these emails and all this money on the table by not making the most out of it. I mean, it's not as good as what it, what it was like five or ten years ago, but uh, if you use a, a tool like Clavio and you have automations in there and you split test um, and you look at your analytics, uh, you can still squeeze a lot of blood out of that stone. I mean, uh, email is probably still the best uh, return on ad spend or the return on investment that, that I have with my clients. If you had to pick a single flow, a single Clavio flow that you use uh, with your clients, what would it be? Abandoned cart. I've got one abandoned cart with a client. They've only come over to Clavio from um, MailChimp what, six months ago, and it's already produced about a million dollars in uh, saved revenue or... Uh, extra revenue from them so you know we get a 40% open rate we get a 10 to 11% click-through rate and we're converting at about 5 to 7% and within that I've got two or three different flows or different variations in there so a 30-minute send versus a one-hour send and then different content between the two in your this really extraordinary abandoned cart flow 
How many emails are you sending to people? Three. Three. They get three emails. They get one within 30 minutes or an hour. They get one within 24 hours, and they get one three, three days from the start, just reminding them that the incentive that they got in the second one is about to expire. So first up, you're just offering help. You know, was there something wrong with the checkout? Uh, this is a little bit about us, um, so you're not doing the hard sell. The second one is um, a little bit more with uh, USP, so unique selling propositions. So using reviews or what people are saying about us on uh, Facebook or Google reviews and offering a discount. And the third one is just reminding them that discounts are about to expire, so a sense of urgency. What's the, the most successful campaign you've ever run? Give me the high-level overview. Oh, gee, that's hard. I've worked for a lot of different companies. Um, I started working with an Australian company that I bought across to Clavio. Uh, they were doing around about $100,000 uh, a month. And this was just before Black Friday, Cyber Monday last year. Uh, we sent out a, um, an email to all their subscribers. And I basically over that weekend, you know, through all their channels, it was about $547,000 in sales in one weekend. And nearly $200,000 of that was attributed to email. Were there any feature, new features, announcements, anything uh, that you've heard so far that's got you excited where you go, all right, this is the thing I'm going to play with when I get back home? I think uh, allowing the, um, uh, allowing the, the Clavio to um, check send times, what send times work best. Um, I've usually done it using a flow and split, splitting, um, you know, splitting when we send and testing it and making sure we've got a statistical variance of 95% or more so we actually change our send time. But using Clavio themselves to predict, you know, what's the best send time, and also having a look at um, uh, gender predictions as well, so we can change our content slightly, whether we're sending it towards females or males, or you know, undecided. What do you think is the most underrated or underutilized feature in Clavio? I would say it would be predicting when the next uh, next sale is, if you know what I mean. So. Uh, using their predictive analytics to work out when someone is likely to buy next uh, and using a flow to hit that person just before they're about to do that. And if you had, if you had to tell listeners, uh, Shopify merchants, Clavio users, if you had to tell them, okay, this is the one thing I wish you would do, just go do this thing in Clavio, what would it be? It would be abandoned carts and just taking it seriously. Because you've already paid to acquire those people, whether you've paid by generating top of funnel content to get them to come or whether you've paid by, uh, you know, uh, SEO, paying someone to do the SEO or paying someone to do Facebook ads, Google ads, whatever. You've already paid for that person to come. So why not just give it one, you know, more little push to try and get them over the line and get them to purchase? I mean, you're leaving money on the table. You sound like an advanced marketer. Where can we go to learn more about you? Um... Okay, so uh, it is uh, missionfocusmedia.com. Who are you? What do you do? My name is Rebecca Malski. I'm the co-founder of Princess Awesome and Boy Wonder. We make clothes for girls with themes on them, usually only on boys' clothes. So think of dresses with dinosaurs, trains, uh, things like that. And for boys, Boy Wonder, we just launched, has uh, boys' clothes with pink and sparkles and unicorns. And did you speak at uh, this conference? I was just on a panel. Uh, what was the... <laughs> did you have any hot takes? Was there like one key takeaway that you wish people got out of it? So the panel was featuring four different brands that use Clavio in different ways and the and I was there as like the smaller company and I think the takeaway is that there's so much that you can use Clavio to do no matter what size you are. And out of this conference, what do you think the, the company theme is? The theme is owning your own marketing and owning your customer journey and being able to 
speak directly to your customers and how do we do that what like what's driving that that need and desire to own your own marketing costs are rising competition is increasing um and the more that you can take it in-house and do it on your own the less you have to worry about those costs and competitions and in clavio if i had to if i said listen there's only one flow you can run which is your favorite clavio flow the welcome series You're the first person to say the welcome series, and I think that's such an important part of onboarding users, of nurturing leads, of getting those sales. What do you think goes into a effective welcome series? Telling the customer about who you are as a, as co-founders or as founders, as CEOs, who's running the company, what the brand is about, and then also if you've promised them a discount, delivering on that. And if you had to tell listeners, uh, other Shopify merchants, okay, here's just the one thing in Clavio I wish you would go do, what would it be? Segment out your best customers. Decide what that is. Like they've purchased a certain number of times and spent a certain amount of money or something. Segment those people out and do something separate with them. Send them extra emails. Give them early access to products. Something that makes them feel special and that will get you more value out of the people who already love you the most. Have you started planning your Black Friday sale yet? Yes. We have. (laughs) Are you doing anything different or special this year for your your holiday marketing campaigns? Uh, I wouldn't say we're doing anything different, but what's worked for us in the past is releasing a new product on Black Friday as well as doing a sale. So the the new products are not eligible for the discount, but then the rest of the site is. So some people come just for the new products, stay for the sale. Some people come for the sale, stay for the new products, or come to get all of it. And if I wanted to go check out your products, learn more about you, where would I go? princess-awesome.com. We'll hear more after this quick break. Support for this podcast comes from Simpler, a new way to staff 24-7 sales and customer service on your Shopify store. It works with your existing email and chat tools, so setup is quick and easy. Simpler provides on-demand, U.S.-based customer service specialists to answer your customers' most common questions. Close more sales with Simpler by staffing your email and live chat with 24-7 Simpler specialists. Find out more at simpler.ai. That's S-I-M-P-L-R dot A-I. And now back to the show. Hit me. Who are you? What do you do? Uh, my name is Grace Dricky. I own the Bali Market. It's a Turkish beach and bath towel company. Uh, so okay. why did you decide to come to Clavio BOS? Uh, well, I was invited. I'm one of the finalists in the, the owned growth competition. Um, but Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, but the opportunity to learn more about email marketing and just meet others in, in this industry was invaluable. And now that you're here, what's, the, what's your biggest takeaway so far? Uh, to email my customers a lot more, definitely. Um, and to create more specific and personalized content, um, not just sending out, hey, you know, buy my product, but actually connecting with customers through emails. And when you get back home, what's the first thing you're going to, you're going to do to achieve those goals? Oh my gosh, I am going to work on creating a, more of a, a schedule for sending out valuable content that isn't just promotions, but actually creating like on a Tuesday or every Wednesday, something goes out that is content and, and valuable to my community. And the, the word I keep hearing over and over again here is owned, you know, owned marketing, owned channel, whatever it is. What are they talking about? What do they mean by owned? 
Well, for me, that means I started on Amazon where I didn't own my customers at all. So being able to own my customers through email and through being on Shopify, um, to me, that that's what the owned means. Right now in Clavio, if you could only pick one flow, what's your favorite flow? <laughs> the welcome series. That one brings the most um, money just every day. What do you think goes into a successful welcome series? Sharing, uh, well, really welcoming them, being personable, um, letting them know that they're not going to receive, you know, just a bunch of junk uh, if they stay on the list. And then also sharing the story, educating. Uh, people don't always know what our products are, so educating what the products are and what the brand stands for and our philosophy behind the product. What's the most successful email campaign you've ever run? The most successful is based around um, my, it's called the bin sale. It's the biggest sale that we run. It's, kind of, it's for products that aren't quite perfect, so they're really discounted, and only email subscribers get access to the sale. So it's the biggest sale that I run, and that brings in thousands and thousands of dollars every time I do the bin sale emails. Are there any announcements, new features, surprises, uh, that you're excited about to learn that you learned about here? Uh, well, I haven't learned about it yet, but I'm really looking forward to the SMS um, and learning more about texting my customers. It's interesting. They haven't at this point in in the day, they have not yet announced SMS marketing. But you're like the fifth person to tell me I'm so excited about SMS marketing, and I go, Wait, did they actually announce that? And I'm like, No, we just assume they are. Yeah, it looks like there's a, a session this afternoon about it, or maybe it's tomorrow, but there is a session and I will be at it. And if for listeners, if you could tell them, like, all right, here's the one thing I wish you would do, what would it be? Uh, connect more personably with your customers and email them more often. Uh, it's understanding what they actually want in their everyday life. Uh, for for my business, it's about minimalism and simple living, and so sharing those stories with them in emails, um, letting them know that that's something we believe in and are supporting their beliefs in that um, in that same philosophy. And uh, where can we go to learn more about you? Uh, you can find the Bali Market at thebalimarket.us. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, everyone. My name is Ben Parr. I am the president and co-founder of Octane.ai. We are the Facebook Messenger and SMS platform for e-commerce. You, how long have you been uh, aware of working with using Klaviyo? Uh, we have been partners with Klaviyo since we first came into the Shopify ecosystem, which was about maybe a little over a year ago, so maybe a year and a half in tops. And as Klaviyo has evolved, so too has the messaging around Klaviyo. What's your take on it? How is it changing? So uh, I had a conversation with some of the Klaviyo partners and some of the Klaviyo execs recently around their topic of owned marketing, which is great brand and great term, all of those sorts of things. I think their message has evolved a little bit where they were used to being like, you can't trust these channels where like like Facebook, Amazon, that sort of thing. But for a lot of merchants, for every merchant, you got to go to Facebook and you got to go to 
other channels like that or TikTok or Google or wherever your customers are because that's especially really important for the top of the funnel. You've got to run ads to bring people in. I think the really key message and I think where like own marketing really makes sense and where I think the messaging is going is you need to own that customer data and really use it to personalize. And you need to have contact information and ways to contact them that go beyond the social networks. That means email, that means phone number, that means other key pieces of information. The kind of result though is if you are collecting owned information, owned marketing, which is what they're trying to have everyone do, you will make a much better and more effective experience for your customers and your, for your prospects across all the different channels. You have better data, your ads are going to be more personalized and thus perform better. If you have better data, the messages you send out on Facebook Messenger or SMS are going to perform better. Your emails are going to perform better. Your customers are going to be happier because you're not going to hit them up 50 times with things that don't make sense, but one thing that does. And so that's what I think own marketing is and where it's all been going towards. So what's the, the common theme or takeaway here? I think the common theme is that uh, really owning and really creating a detailed like profile of your customer and that data and having ways to contact them directly through channels that they really use is the most effective thing that you can do. Like, Clavio essentially is a data warehouse. It has the data from all the different other apps that you're using connected into one. And you can create really personalized uh, experiences and messaging to each individual customer using that data that, and that profile that Clavio's created. I think that's like the number one takeaway I've gotten from here. Uh, anything I'm missing? Anything else you want to share? Clavio's done a really excellent job of not just like bringing in data, but being really good to its partners overall and being really good to its customers overall. The reason Clavio has grown so much in the last year is because they have built something that is beyond email. It is a data platform. And that actually helps every other product that is connected to it. It helps make your Facebook messages better. It helps make your outbound better. It makes your ads better. It makes your loyalty better. Who are you? What do you do? I'm Lucas Walker. You may have seen me in the Shopify ecosystem as the co-founder of Treats Happen Natural Dog Treats, or recently I've just joined the team over at Gorgeous. We are the number one help desk for e-commerce and Shopify merchants. And at Clavio, at you know, I don't even know what to call this conference. How do you, Clavio BOS? It's it's Clavio uh, it's Boston, so it's sort of the, the grand finale of their, their city tour. So they showed earlier they were in New York, LA, Austin, London, and this is really their their favorite stop on the tour. So the same way that the Rolling Stones will do a big thing in Toronto because they love Toronto, they want to do a big thing in uh, in their home territory, which naturally is Boston. So they they rolled out all the stops, all the big product announcements, all the VIP speakers. They're uh, they're bringing them here for here for the Clavio uh, Clavio Boston, I guess is the official title. At Clavio Boston, what's the overarching theme that you're noticing? I really think it's going into the demarcation of all these tools for entrepreneurs. I'm sure you're seeing this at a very technical level, a lot more of the headless builds and how tools are being integrated with that at the very sophisticated level. But for what's traditionally been hard for uh, small, medium, and even medium-large size e-commerce businesses to really do things like really advanced segmentation, so it's I know they announced or during the keynote, they really showed how if you can make a bulleted list or a flowchart, you can be a programmer. In this case, really programming something for marketing automation. You don't need to have a technical skill set. You don't need to hard code a bunch of things of knowing if-then statements. So 
if someone uh, starts to check out but their cart level is under $20, then send them an abandoned cart that sends them to your Amazon page because they don't want to pay $7 shipping and handling on a $20 cart, but they can get it for Amazon Prime. So really making it easy for really any merchant to roll out a pretty advanced strategy even three or four years ago, uh, which would have requir required a lot of custom coding, uh, dev time, or really a veteran in the space that you're paying uh, $170 an hour to as a consultant to set up, you can pretty much get up and running if you've used Gmail or Google Sheets to create what that flow looks like and be able to roll that out. And I mean, we just saw the guys from John's Crazy Socks, a phenomenal story that really shows how anyone can go out and become an entrepreneur. It's And you hear story after story of uh, single mother, college dropout, maybe someone with a, a criminal record from 20 years ago, they can't go out and get that traditional job. And really getting into one of my personal whys of why I love entrepreneurship is anyone can go out and build a business. And it's been, it's easier than ever before to build a 10, $20 million company with four or five employees that even 10 years ago, that did not exist. The, the ability and the ways that you could go out and do that. I, my why, my reason for being has always been help my friends get paid. Like that's how I see entrepreneurship. So I've, I've loved that technology has democratized these tools. In respect to new technology coming to Clavio, what are the big changes? What's like the, the key feature that's exciting that's been announced? I don't know if it's been announced yet, but it will be announced by the time that uh, that this goes live, which is really the SMS integration, which we've seen at Gorgeous, a lot of successful merchants using, whether it's a tool like, like Postscript or an Octane AI, and now Privy launched SMS yesterday as well. It feels like the, the time of SMS is here, and that really gets into the overarching theme of Clavio Boston, which is your own your own customer data, your own tech stack. If a customer wants to opt into SMS uh, for shipping and product updates, if you're doing a, a drop and there's a very limited edition, they don't want to miss that, and they know they will check their text messages before their their email inbox. And I mean, like anecdotally, you and I, how often do you, in Gmail do you just click the button, select all mark as read, but how often do you at least skim the text message that you've gotten? And so from a merchant and a seller point of view, trying to make money, that's really where the, the top your top customers are going to be, especially the customers who opt in to say, yes, notify me of new products or deals by SMS. I'm betting the, the conversion rates on that are going to be north of 50% for the, for the next few months. From what we've seen, that, that will probably be the case. It, it's exciting to see the SMS revolution happening very, very quickly here. For Gorgeous, Gorgeous being um, wonderful customer help desk software that I, I really enjoy, which I never thought I'd say about help desk software, so that speaks to uh, how good it is. Uh, what impact, what changes are we going to see uh, coming out of Clavio? The big thing will be our deeper integrations with SMS, and we haven't built a Clavio integration out yet because we haven't really needed to where Shopify can act as that hub, and both Clavio and Gorgeous are the spokes feeding through. But now with SMS integration, you might have a customer who comments on an Instagram ad, sends you an email, replies to an SMS message, uses your web pages, contact us form, and message you on Facebook. And you really need to efficiently be able to go back to the, that customer who's essentially open up five conversations with you, identify that that's the same person, and respond back to them as quickly as possible. And I mean, we see in our data about 70% of all tickets that are created with e-commerce stores are either related to 
wanting to know where their order is, so getting a tracking number or an update there, changing or editing something with the order, maybe it's the address they realize they put it in the wrong address, they want to ship to their workplace or change the product, and then 5% are is related to canceling orders. So if you have someone asking you in five different places, that can create a lot of work if you're manually responding to those people that are asking that simple question, or that person who's asking that really simple question. So being able to take all that data into one centralized location, identify that it's the same customer, and close that ticket out quickly, that's really what we're helping our merchants do because it does two things. One, your your end customer is gonna be a lot happier because they got their answer that they were looking for quickly. And also it frees up your time to work on more revenue generating activities, which we're really starting to see the cutting edge brands do. I mean, Wendy started it on Twitter a few years ago, sort of that, that sassy attitude. But if you have customers commenting on your ad saying, wow, where can I buy this? Send them to your website. Your customer service has already begun before they've hit the website. And you start to see a lot of good things happen. Your ads become a lot more efficient, but also if you have a detractor commenting on those ads, either you want to hide it or say, well, thanks so much for letting us know. We've emailed you where your tracking number is and it shows that you're a brand that you care. I'm sure we're both in the Shopify ecosystem. We see people spinning up drop shipping every day, not caring about their customers at all. And that has soiled it for brands like Treats Happen. I know your wife with um, the, the Disney, WWW, the, the, the WWDW, asking questions, but some people still don't trust online, putting their credit card online. So if you can show as a brand that you're responding to customers who are having issues, it does build up a lot of trust with those prospective customers that are maybe on the fence because they haven't heard from you before. In, it was Treats Happen, right? Yeah. In Treats Happen, did you did you use Clavio? Yeah, we've, uh, we've, been a Clavio, we've been a Clavio customer since probably 2016. So we've been, we've been on it for about three years now, four years. And what's your favorite Clavio flow? If you only had to keep one, what's the one that you you desperately need to keep? Uh, the one that I want to keep or the one that I've seen you suggest uh, I should be rolling out to Yours. double my sales? It's got to be our welcome flow because we're not really a, an immediate pain pill. So in the sense of being a pain so- solution or a vitamin solution, we're a little bit more of an educated sell of why should people trust us to, to feed our treats to their dog. So we use our welcome flow to really educate customers on our products, why they're good for your dogs, but also our brand story. So who are you? What do you do? Hi, my name's uh, Parker McMahon. I manage our e-commerce platform relationships at Clavio. Uh, right now, our current e-com uh, platform partners are uh, Magento, Shopify, BigCommerce, and uh, Salesforce Commerce Cloud. Um, my day-to-day is bringing Clavio closer together with those uh, strategic e-commerce platform partners uh, across our entire organization. So, you know, today we had uh, Shopify, uh, Magento, and BigCommerce speaking at Clavio Boston. We also have them all as brand sponsors for the actual conference. Um, and yeah, it's it's been a you know an amazing event. Uh, really happy to have our major partners here. Um, what would I, as you as you asked, what would I say that? Uh, you know, I hope people take away from this conference is uh, real actionable value in community building. So as you see here, we have the entire Clavio team actually here. So our entire success team uh, is standing around taking questions from uh, brands, meeting customers that they actually manage. Our entire partner team is here meeting with different partners, different agencies that we work with. Um, our sales team is here meeting with prospects that are considering Clavio. Our marketing team is meeting with partners about co-marketing. 
Um, but the brands who come here get to meet other brands who are thinking about the same challenges they are. Uh, our tracks, you know, one track is dedicated completely to getting more value out of Clavio. So you go in there and you actually walk in and when you walk out you have something, you have knowledge about the product that you've seen demoed live in front of you that you can then take and, and implement the second you walk out of the door to make more money for your business. And then once you, you know, if you want to try something different, you can walk a few doors down and listen to what brands are actually saying because we have brands on the stage uh, expressing their stories and, and sharing their learnings firsthand. Um, and then yeah, to uh, kick those sorts of days off, we usually have big announcements about the Clavio product and what Clavio is doing um, from a business perspective. And what, what are the big announcements? What's the, the exciting news? Um, you'll have to wait till you hear from Jake Cohen tomorrow morning. <laughs> I can absolutely uh, attest to this, to the, the collaborative nature, the actionable nature of the talks and the conference content here, because I'm super selective in going to conferences because I'm strapped for time, I got three kids, and I need to be need to be careful about where I spend that time and invest it. So I love going to conferences that have a collaborative nature like Shopify Unite or conferences that are largely uh, have talks largely from the customers, from the members of the community. And that's what I have found so valuable about uh, about Clavio Boston is hearing from uh, thought leaders and from merchants who are just saying, hey, we're having success. We happen to be using Clavio, and here's how we're doing it. And so seeing that and being able to like take away this clear, actionable advice has been really enjoyable and fabulous for me creating content. Parker McMahon, thank you, sir. Thank you, Kurt. So who are you? What do you do? My name is Gwen Shamir, and I'm the CEO and founder of Naturalicious. And what brought you to Clavio Boston? I am a longtime user of Clavio. We make a lot of money on Clavio. I love Clavio. It's super user friendly. And we used to be on Infusionsoft, which required a whole like college PhD degree to be able to use. Clavio super user friendly, love it, support's great. So yeah, that's why I'm here to learn even more. And I brought my team of five this time. The, we talked earlier, you said there's stuff that's not even new features, just things already in Clavio you didn't even yep. know about. Yep. So when you get back to your business, what are some of the things you're going to implement where you're like, man, I can't believe we're not doing this? Well, one of the first things that we're going to implement is the smart send time. I did not know that that was an option. Um, also, the gender-specific send time. We're a beauty company, so most of our customers are women. But we do have some men who purchase from us um, for their wives, but also some who purchase for themselves. And it would be great to be able to see a lift in the male segment based upon the fact that we can segment them out. So that's the first thing we're going to do. And the next thing we're going to do is switch our SMS provider and move over to Clavio's SMS provider. So uh, of SMS, of the new announcements here, what's like the big one that you're excited about? Probably the smart send time. Okay. We've been trying to figure out what is the best time to send emails. We figured it out pretty much for social media. We figured it out sometimes for text messages and even messenger bots. But email has been kind of hit or miss. We try to send everything at like 10 a.m. We even try to send them in the user's um, local, time, local time. But some things perform better than others. So I'm really excited to be able to granularly hit every person's optimal time with smart send time. So that's probably the most exciting for me. And of your current Clavio setup, if some strange apocalypse happens and you're only allowed to keep one flow, what would it be? Oh, one flow. Probably 
I can't keep two. I can only keep one. Alright, you keep uh, two. Okay. You though. Okay. Okay. If I can keep two, abandoned cart for sure, and I'm gonna say our welcome flow. Those okay. two probably make the most for us as far as flows go. And what do you think? What What makes a successful welcome series? Well, first of all, our welcome series lasts like almost a month. And it's over a period of time. You're not getting an email every day, but every couple of days you're getting some sort of content. It really helps to help the user or the new customer get acclimated to the brand, the culture. They see me as the owner. They see the team. They see some of the goodwill that we do. For example, we have a whole team of special needs workers that works on our production line. So they get to really understand the brand behind just beauty. And so for me, I think, and for everyone else, a really good welcome flow is not just about selling more, but really helping the person to become emotionally attached to the brand. And if I wanted to go learn more about you right now, where do I go? You could go to naturalicious.net, but an easier way, vanity metric, that, vanity um, URL that we have for that is savetimeonwashday.com. Very easy to remember, very easy to spell. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Who are you? What do you do? My name is Jake Cohen. I'm the director of product at Clavio. And uh, this morning you announced uh, several new features for Clavio. Give us the rundown. What are these new features we should check out? So there's two big new features that we announced here. One is customer analytics, which is going to give you the ability to query all the data that we collect on your behalf and store on your behalf so that you can derive insights very quickly without having to set up data warehouses, move data around, clean it. It will just work as if it's a tab on the side of your dashboard. Uh, and then the other big feature is SMS, native in Clavio, so that you can send SMS in flows, eventually in campaigns, and build multi-channel experiences incredibly quickly. So what's it, normally setting SMS up as like this extra channel, this new thing, this sounds difficult. Give me the rundown. How do I turn this on? How long does this take? <laughs> I like when you ask that you smile because you saw what we did this morning. Literally, literally, it's, uh, it's my favorite part of the whole feature is how easy it is to set up. You, it's literally three clicks. You click into account settings, you click into SMS, and you click turn it live. We automatically go and configure a long code for this account, and we turn on the ability to send SMS just like that. No forms, no calls, no negotiation, no haggling. Just turn it on and send. When it starts working, sure, you can decide to scale it as much as you see fit, but the point is we want it to be so easy for you to get it going live that you can't even believe why everyone else doesn't do this already. Once I set up SMS on my account, how do I go actually make it send? What's it take? So <laughs> I thought the easiest thing in the world would have been how we made it is to set up SMS, but actually the easiest thing in the world is to drag in an SMS into a flow and make it work. It's literally that. We have little flow actions on the side like we have with email or push notifications if you use them. We'll have SMS in there too. You literally drag it in. You can configure the content and set it live and you're done. SMS will be part of your flow and sending out to people who sign up. Any other new features, anything else we're missing? That's all we're gonna share for right now. Uh, now, for people who, I've talked to a few merchants who are on Clavio now, they're here and they're going, man, just not even the features that are announced, there are features in Clavio I didn't even know were there that I'm turning on. What are some of the things, the, the most overlooked features, the missed opportunities that are already out there? there well, it's funny, I was talking with, uh, I think I can say, Staples is one of our customers and I was talking with them. And they were asking, hey, I want to go look at this report and I want to see this about our campaigns. And I said, have you seen our campaign trends reports? 
And they're like, no, what is that? And there's a baked-in feature where we'll look, we'll plot all of your campaigns side by side so you can see how your open rates, your revenue, your placed order rates, and even your unsubscribe rates are trending over time. So you can see which is performing best and worst, learn from that, and improve going forward. It's like, people don't even know about that. Uh, also, we tell people all the time, and not enough people do it, browse abandonment, which, by the way, there is literally a flow pre-configured in the flow library for you to turn on browse abandonment so you could set it up and start to capture all of that revenue that's waiting for you that like you and I have talked about it, others have talked about it, is like the fastest, easiest way to start growing your revenue if you're not already doing that. So you're sitting on all this data. So Clavio collects all this data about my customers. You have all this aggregate data. What are the flows that are, are making the most money? Like if you, the apocalypse occurs, and in this apocalypse, only two Clavio flows survive. Which are the two you saved? It's probably, if I'm, if I'm purely looking at a revenue perspective, it's probably abandoned cart and browse abandonment. If I'm thinking about it also from a branding perspective, I'd want to put in there a welcome series and maybe like a thank you flow or a, a replenishment flow uh, for after purchase. I think welcome series is a really critical part of lead nurturing, uh, of the, the customer brand experience, and it gets overlooked. What goes into a successful welcome series? Well, first you have to figure out how you define success. Uh, I think different people have different ways of thinking about it. I personally would not define success as revenue from my welcome series. I would define it as longer term engagement, getting people who are engaged with my brand by visiting or opening my emails. So in that case, I would, I believe the best thing to do is to start to collect information about your customers as early and as often as possible as they'll give it to you so you can curate the experience downstream and personalize it. So when someone signs up, you should have on your form, yes, your, their name and their email address as an input, but start to collect the customer type. Everyone has a rough sense of who my customers are. If they're for the, buying for themselves, buying for someone else, buying because they're trying to sell to someone else, buying for wholesale, like whatever. Come up with what the categories you think are and start to collect that. And what you'll find is people who have different intent that are buying for different reasons, they want different experiences and you can curate those in such a way that will increase your conversion with them and allow you to find more people like them so you can really grow. What am I missing? What else? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if you're missing anything. I think one thing that we want to make sure people understand about where we're going and how we're thinking, we want merchants to have the control, the power, like they used to in the past over their future. We want them to be able to invent and dream the experiences that are going to be amazing for their customers and contacts. We want to give them the tools and the platform for them to do it. And we don't want them to have to pay an arm and a leg for them to get that done. It should be their power, their control, their ability to chart their own destiny. And we want to be the people that help them do that. I have goosebumps. Jake, thank you. Amen. All right, Volhi, uh, what are your names? What do you do? I'm Jacques Cornyn, and to my to my father, Mark, Mark Asquinan. I am um, Chief Happening the Officer. He's a, uh, my dad is a old plane president. <laughs> old plane president. What's the name of our business? Shark Ray Socks. What's our mission, pal? Ray Happiness. Yeah, you've been doing that today? I did. All right. And uh, where are we right now? What brings you here? How can we better connect with our customers? Right. Part of our overall approach is to make everything personal, right? So. Like, what goes in every package? I get thickener and candy. Right? But we want to use the tools that are available to us to find ways to more personalize the experience for our customers. That's yeah. what we're doing here. What's, the, what's your key takeaway? What's the overall theme at this conference? Um, 
I'd say two things. One, it's reinforcing what we're doing. You know, we are who we are. You know, I joke, John has no guile. I'm too old to care. Yeah, you're old. We're, <laughs> we're just who we are, and we put that out front, right? We put out front, we're showing what people with different abilities can do. Um, so instead of hiding that, that's up front of who we are. So a lot of what we're hearing is just reinforcement. Be who you are. People want to connect to actual people. And then the second is, we still have to do much more to personalize the experience for our customers, to personalize the communication, to connect and give them what they need and what they're looking for. And I heard that there's a special giveaway, special swag at the event. What is it? What are people getting here? What are they wearing? Socks! Socks! More socks! Right. Oh, wait. You're wearing them. Yeah, but we're on a podcast. (laughs) People can't see them. But, yeah, we do custom socks, so we do it for a lot of corporations. And Clavio called us up and and said, we want to make socks. And it's been pretty cool all day long. People have been coming up saying, John, I love your socks. Right? Bye, Dad. <laughs> and, John, where can people go to get your socks? I, I have the kit at SeanCreasingSocks.com. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. So tons of value at Clavio Boston. I really It was my first time attending. I really enjoyed it. I love the fact that it's it's very merchant-centric. And if you're on the fence about it, if you're thinking about it, like, should I go to this? Would this be valuable? Should I be doing this? I think if you use the product... If you see the revenue it's generating, the answer is absolutely. Because number one, you're going to be talking to and brainstorming with other people in exactly the same position, sharing with, okay, hey, here's a problem I'm facing. Oh, yeah, we had that. Here's what worked for me. And then additionally, they made Clavio staff super accessible. It felt like, and it may have been like the entire team may as well have been there, and they had this whole big support bar set up where you could just go and say, hey, here's the problem I'm having within my account, or here's the thing I'm trying to do. Like, I had an issue for a client. I got to sit down with Jake Cohen, director of product, and go, like, as a thought exercise, here's the thing we'd kill to do. This is what we're struggling with. And he goes, oh, let me show you how to do that. And, like, he pulled his laptop out. Two minutes later, I knew how to do it. So, really valuable. Um, I would sign up. Sign up for their newsletter, and then that way you'll you'll be able to know when it's available and sign up for it next year. Yeah, this sounds super useful for store owners because Shopify Unite is very much... That's the partner conference. Internal, yeah. It's for dorks like us. They, I don't store owners. I don't think are even allowed. Like a few you have to, sneak in, but they're not supposed in, to be but there. Yeah. Whereas this is much more outwardly facing. Where it's like, if you want to store and want to become a Clavio God, go to this conference, and you will get a crash course in everything from the greats. Yeah, absolutely. You want to go next year? Uh, I like my couch. <laughs> well, you could go for part of the conference and then go see a Red Sox game. Yeah, the stadium's so old and gross, though. Also, <laughs> You're so evil. hard to please. I You're know, I budget. am. I am. That's true. I'm dragging you. All right. You gotta go now. All right, fine. Big news from our friends at Out of the Sandbox this month. Their newest theme just launched. It's called Flex. And it's for those of us who loved all the bells and whistles and turbo, but thought, I need more of this. That's where Flex is a game changer for you. It can be configured in an endless number of ways thanks to more layout and section options than ever, more granular control of settings, and easy addition of custom CSS through the theme editor. It's perfect for development agencies like ourselves, as well as e-commerce entrepreneurs like you looking to create a unique online store experience for your customers. Now here's the coolest part. 
Flex has a new Demo Shop Import feature that allows you to fast-track your shop setup based on any of 12 demo shops. You get all of the theme settings, layouts, content, and sections used in that demo shop of your choice applied automatically to your store. You can check Flex out right now at outofthesandbox.com. And if you like it, take 20% off the purchase price when you use code PODCAST20 at checkout. That's outofthesandbox.com and code PODCAST20. The unofficial Shopify podcast is distributed by EtherCycle LLC. We'll be back next week with more value bombs for Shopify store owners. If you're looking for more high quality and actionable advice on learning the business of e-commerce, join thousands of other Shopify store owners on our totally free newsletter at eCommerce Bootcamp. That's eCommerce-Bootcamp.com.